Hey everybody, welcome back to, should I call a therapist? This is Jane Margaret. Um, when we were in our, and when I say we, it's really me. When I was in my 20s, we, as a group, I had a really fun group of friends in San Antonio. So I graduated from college, I don't know how old, and then went straight to graduate school back in hometown of San Antonio. And so then I had a group of friends that I had grown up with who still live there. Then we got the introduction of Matt and Alexis because Chris had gone to Chris's, uh, my, according to his mother, my running buddy, he, um, and I don't mean like actual jogging down the street, Apparently, running buddies are people that you, like, have a great time with. So, anyway, um, Chris and I grew up together. Then he went to college one year at SMU, and then he went to Trinity University in San Antonio. Met Matt and Alexis while he was there. Alexis and Chris got a job together at a PR firm, and so then they lived in San Antonio, Matt and Alexis got married, and when I got to town, I was a year later than everybody graduated. It took me five years to graduate college. So when I got to town to come to graduate school, everybody had already gotten their, I'll say like post-college adult, and I'll put adult in quotes, kind of lifestyle going in San Antonio which then when I got to town was so much fun because then I could just settle into what was already set up. When I got to graduate school, I met super fun people. One girl there was Carol. And Carol was essentially what I would consider a cruise director. Every Thursday, you could call Carol and ask her, what are we doing tonight? And she would have plans and she would have... Oh, I want to say 10 to 20. It's a broad number, but 10 to 20 people that would call her and say, what are we doing? Meet at Stoneworks at 7.30 or whatever time. And then you didn't have to be there at 7.30. You might get there at 6 with another group and then slide into Carol and that crowd showing up. Or you might not get there till 9 because you had something else to do. And that was great, too. They were going to always still be there. This was early, early, early cell phones. There were cell phones, but you pretty much had your plan going into the evening. And and also, if you didn't show up, let's say Carol said, we're going to Stoneworks at 7, then if you never showed up, there was no love lost. That was fine. It was simply, she would tell you what the bulk of the group was going to do and then you do it and it was really fun this would be Thursday Friday Saturday and I, it, it, we always had a great time and then I'd bring my friends I'd bring Chris we'd we'd all go to dinner I might go to dinner with Chris and Matt and Alexis and then break off from them or bring them or however it worked it never nothing mattered there were no um obligations. There were no rules. There were no expectations. It was was a really, really fun time. And that was all through graduate school. On one particular weekend, 
must have been a holiday weekend because my sister was in town from Houston. And Carol tells us where we're going. And we went downtown a lot. Downtown was kind of just taking back off. And there were a lot of fun places to go. There was a there was a place I cannot think of what it was called. It was so much fun. And on the bottom floor was an old, I mean, oh, it was called O'Neill's. And on the bottom floor was this beautiful wooden bar, super long wooden bar. And you would go and get your drinks and maybe hang out down there. And then in the window, I feel like it was in the window downstairs. Maybe it was even upstairs. My memory of these things gets a little cloudy, (laughs) which is funny because it's cloudy because there was so much alcohol. (laughs) But anyway, um, the, the, there would be a band. Wilbert Beasley was the name of the band. And it was this old, and he was old then. And I looked it up recently. He is still alive. He's, I don't think he's making music anymore. I totally looked it up and if he's not still alive, he still has his website going. He, Wilbert Beasley, and he was one of those guys. He was an old black man, wore the full suit, and he sang soul music, but the fun kind. Like, not the, not soul full music, but, oh, Motown. He sang Motown music. And then he had the dancers behind him, those cute girls with the sequin dresses with the long dangly, you know, they might have the sequins and then the long dangles, real glitzy, so much fun, those little dancers behind. And then he'd have a whole horn section, five horns, giant setup on the stage. And I loved it. I loved it. I could never get enough. If you told me we were going downtown to O'Neill's, that was going to be my night. So, we were down there for that. We also, I already told you, we went to the piano bar, whatever that piano bar that um, my grandmother loved so much. And um, with the dueling pianos, uh, we'd go down there to meet her. And we, I mean, there were so many places to go. On this particular Saturday night, we were downtown and no telling where all we had been, but I know we ended up at a place called Ibiza. And I know that the town, like the the, um, town in Spain is called, or I don't know where it is. I'm terrible with geography, but I know it's called Ibiza. But this bar is called Ibiza. And it was a little dance place. It was a restaurant. It was in the bottom of the Hilton Palacio del Rio. And it was a restaurant off to the side and then on the other half of the room and a little bar and on the other half of the room they had maybe a dj or a band something like that there was music and you'd get up from your table and go and dance and we did not go for dinner we only were having drinks and then would dance around and so we're at the table just kind of priming before we all get up and start go dancing so this is through the evening, and like I said, my sister's with us, and it's Carol and this whole group, and always there were extra people. You could never, you never knew who was going to be there, who wasn't, and so there was a couple that would always come, Craig, 
And then his fiance or maybe his wife, they did get married at one point. So I'm not sure if it was his fiance or his wife at the time was Martinez. And then Martinez had a friend who was an attorney, this cute little blonde attorney named um, Suzanne Shalimar. And Suzanne was with us that night and she was just so cute. And she um, could not get enough of my sister and I. Now, if we ask the same, if we ask Suzanne to tell the exact same story, I guarantee you she'd be like, these two obnoxious girls were there and I could not get away from them. But the way I tell it is Suzanne Shalimar could not get enough of us. And we were giving her quite the show that night. What that means is we were on. And when Kate and I are on, look out. Because that means if you start laughing, if you find us amusing, then we're going to keep doing it or we're going to get louder or we won't stop. And all of these stories from this podcast would, like at a, at a table like that, would just be a running dialogue. So how we've now, I don't know if this is number 11, 12, 13, whatever number this is, this would have been number 11, 12, 13 of the night sitting at that table. And Suzanne would just keep laughing and we'd just regale her with more and more and more. And it'd get louder and crazier and whatever. And it does make us sound obnoxious. I totally get it. But when people are listening to these stories, they all think, how are they putting this together so fast? If they're making these up, how are they making them up so fast on the fly? These aren't made up. All of these stories are real. And they are all true. But it is so funny because when you're listening to it live, and especially with drinks, I mean, Suzanne, the whole group, the whole table, we were telling the whole table, it wasn't just Suzanne, but Suzanne was the most interested because she was our newest our newest victim of ears, our newest ears. So she, um, you know, was paying probably the most attention. And then some people were probably maybe three times like, oh God, not another one about your mother. Oh, do the, or some people then shout out their requests. Do do your mother's voice. John, John, how dare you say that I speak with an English accent? And so then everyone, oh, how was that? So we did that and we did this and we did that. And for some reason, while we're telling these stories, we would get to a point in the story where we would tell like the, the, the hook or the clip of the story and we would both say it at the same time. So then that got Kate and I saying, sometimes we say the same thing at the same time. And we would say that at the exact same time. And it was so obnoxious now but at the time it was hilarious and they're like oh god not this so the whole night we are going sometimes we say the same thing at the same time over and over and over again and we were loud and then we got up and danced and my sister i mean i i'm no better i'm really no better but oh kate dances kate uh, kate's wife says that kate learned how to dance from elaine on seinfeld and I know a lot of people say that, but this is real. <laughs> her, her leg juts out. She, first of all, she's no more than 93 pounds. And she's 5'1", so she's this tiny little thing. She wears these giant tall shoes. And <laughs> the legs just jut everywhere. And you know she's going to fall and break her back. <laughs> it's crazy to watch. So between that... And then the stories, and then, Jean, 
Jean. And then us ending every sentence with sometimes, we say the same thing at the same time. And then ha, 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 ha. Laughing, laughing, laughing. The night was crazy. Monday morning, my mother goes to work. She is at, I, I think I've already told you all this, but I'll tell you for the 18th time. And it won't be the last. My mother's was at that time a permanent fixture receptionist at the law firm. And she never left that front desk. Everybody was, Mary was beloved to every person in that office and the, also the clients. And I know I tell that all the time, but it, it, it can't be punctuated enough because the job was her life. Her life was that job and the, 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 the kudos and the accolades that she re- obtained in that job breathed life into her. And she just loved it. And I don't begrudge that at all. I think it's just, I'm so glad that she had that. And when she worked there, she didn't work there anymore. So she, while she's still with us, she doesn't have that same experience anymore. But she has the memories of it. And those people loved her. So, turns out, guess who works as a junior attorney in my mother's office? Suzanne Shalimar. And on Monday morning, she goes up to the reception desk the way she always does every single Monday morning. And she wants to talk to Mary about Mary's weekend, hear how Mary's weekend was, what did you and Phil do? And then she's going to tell Mary what she did for the weekend. And while she's talking to Mary, having a wonderful, you know, maybe she took her coffee up there and they're having a great time. While she's standing up there telling her stories and talking, something, a a photo on Mary's desk catches Suzanne's eye. And all of a sudden she stops and she's staring and looking and squinting her eyes and staring. And she says to Mary, Mary, why do you have a picture of those girls on your desk? How would you know those girls? And she said it with such contempt. And that's how I know that maybe our impression of Suzanne loving her Saturday night with us is not exactly the way Suzanne would tell it. Because she said, Mary, how do you know those girls? And my mother says, what? What are you saying, Suzanne? And which picture? And Suzanne points to the photo of Kate and I on my mother's desk. And my mother says, those are my daughters. (laughs) I thought, Suzanne, you could have knocked her over with a feather. She she was blown away. How could someone as lovely and sweet and rotisserie as you raise two body, loud, horrible, drunk girls (laughs) like them? They were too loud and crazy. Mary, you're so sweet and kind and you listen. Those two never shut up. <laughs> she was dying that we were my mother's still. So then she tells my mom the story. My mom's like, yeah, that's them. And I mean, she didn't, she wasn't even, she wasn't even phased by what Suzanne told her about us. It was more hilarious that Suzanne could not believe that Mary had raised those two obnoxious wild girls. I mean, we were crazy. 
And she just couldn't believe Mary had wild children. That is not what she pictured for her. And probably had heard stories about us all this time. And, you know, painted her own picture of Mary as a daughter in graduate school. And she has a daughter that's a flight attendant for Southwest. And she's just thinking of what she's painting us out to be this look and the, the, the impression that she has of Mary. Then she's passing on forward to Kate and I. And then it turns out, no, never meet your heroes. (laughs) That actually doesn't fit there, but it is kind of funny because it's like, oh, the picture that she had painted. And then she did, she had always, Suzanne did know my dad. So I think the more she put it together, the more she realized, yeah, okay, I can see it. They're Phil's kids. They're not your kids. They're, They're more from him. Yeah, okay, I got it now. And she would go to Christmas parties at Craig and Martinez's house and then my parents started getting invited oh no 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 no! I know what it was she then met someone she met Suzanne met her that same sweet Suzanne she was single when we knew her at that time and she later was at an office building taking a deposition and she stepped into the elevator and struck up a conversation with a with someone and met him and dated him and married him had children with him isn't that wild? What a cool, that's a good story. And that's a cool place to meet your, uh, even someone you're going to date. That is amazing. So I love that part. But when she got engaged, then, um, Craig and Martinez threw an engagement party and my parents were invited. And so then there they are yucking it up with everybody I had known and I didn't know Suzanne's crowd so it wasn't really quite the same thing it wasn't the same people that Carol had been in in uh you know congregating it wasn't that same crowd but it was so funny she and Suzanne would always tell that story of oh Mary's daughters are so funny that's how she she started to kind of clean up her her vernacular to spare my mother's feelings. So Mary's daughters are so funny. And then, oh yeah, we know they get it from their father and all of that. But anyway, that's, that's, that's the story of how do you know those gals? Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining us. I kind of like this short, um, format. I think it's kind of fun and they go kind of quick and it's, it's fun. And I want to welcome my new Instagram friends. So good to see y'all. It's really fun and good to chat with y'all. And um, thank you very much. And please, please keep joining. Keep finding me on Instagram. It's Jane Margaret. It's either Jane Margaret Pod or should I call a therapist? And I can't ever remember and I never seem to verify it before I get on here. So anyway, um, find me on IG And don't forget your five-star rating and to subscribe. We're just going to keep growing this. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, if you have questions or follow-up questions, I know sometimes there's follow-up questions like, whatever happened with such and such, send them my way. I would absolutely love to see a message just walked in, just came in right now. That's awesome. So I'll answer you. And if if it's something that can be on the podcast, I'll just do a podcast around it. That'll be fun. Anyway, okay, take care, guys. And we'll chat soon. Bye.